The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get in. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. It's four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, show number 317. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at seatgeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at seatgeek.com and uh, remember we are part of the belly up media network go to bellyupsports.com and check out all the great articles and other podcasts and uh and just uh all the information you could have dave uh we're doing a, a sunday night show hasn't happened for almost a year now but uh how is the weekend so far winding up you're in your backyard life's pretty good right now isn't it not Cannot complain. I was sport dad this weekend. Um, boy had his first ball tournament with his new team. He had a hell of a tournament. They t- they finished second, and uh, I've never seen the boy play better. Uh, he he pitched into the fifth. Uh, his his one start and left with a four four tie. They they ended up winning that game. And then he he did well at the plate. He did well in the field. Boy had a great. I'm always proud of him. But it's it's nice to see your boy do better, right? Like, and it's it's kind of a it was a nice thing. I I had an enjoyable weekend watching my boy play ball. Yeah, I went and partook in the first uh, four or five innings of that ball game. Yes, on Saturday morning there watching Jasper pitch, you could see he was getting a little bit frustrated just just with the, there was a couple errors here there that were made. He he had a good outing, like it was it was actually pretty good, and he probably could have got out of that with a a couple less errors by his teammates. Not not going to throw shade at some of his teammates there, but he pitched a good game. He's throwing strikes and putting the ball in play. It was uh, it was it was good to see old old Jasper. I, I would wish Jasper would quit playing baseball and become an umpire, but we'll talk about that in about two or three two two, two or three down the road well you know let's i'm gonna like next this offseason i'm gonna try and get him to throw that thing with the left hand because then he's gonna be pitching till he's 42 well and right? like jesse orosco <laughs> used to with the new york mets and every other team he played for orosco if you remember jesse orosco he, he he pitched forever he like and that was back in the day where you go, go to like the the what the lefty versus lefty lefty matchups and orosco would he made a career out of pitching in the eighth inning once yeah, yeah like six, that's six, a good gig Oh yeah, from the age of thirty-five to forty-two, maybe what eight innings a week? That's yeah. good. That's if that, like if eight, that, eight batters a week, man, not eight innings. <laughs> Jesse Roscoe. Yeah, if you can find that work, I'll like. Yeah, now you can't have that. You got to pitch at least three guys, whatever it is now. So it's just, it's a lot different. It's uh, it's funny, funny to see that how how the rules have changed and how guys like Jesse Roscoe won't be around anymore. <laughs> big big loop and left-handed curveballs. <laughs> Holy fuck! It worked. He was he won a World Series in the Mets, right? I think he got another one somewhere else too. Yeah, he was well, there yeah. for a long time. Yeah, the only thing he had to change was his belt size every year, right? Just yeah, a couple more pounds. And Jesse Roscoe, that was a, he was a legend, man. <laughs> well, you know, the, you throw a lefty for uh, like, yeah, get someone in there who can throw strikes with the left hand, and then you're get you a ground ball, you're out. Get a pop you up, you're out. Done. 
sit down, have a smoke, call it, see you later, Jesse <laughs> Roscoe. Anyways, Dave, uh, the, the big news around the National Hockey League this uh, since basically since Thursday has been the uh, the trouble that a couple Canadian teams, and I'm sure it's other other teams around the league are having, but there seems to be once again the mass exodus of players wanting to leave Canadian markets, uh, one in Calgary, the other in uh, Winnipeg with the Jets. In Calgary, you got Noah Hannafin said, I'm out, trade me, trade me right now. Tyler Toffoli said he's not re-signing there, which is odd because he's, he originally signed with Montreal when he left uh, the LA Kings. And now I think he, Toffoli has two or three years left. Yeah, and like, he said, I, I just you might as well do, get 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 some me. some parts for me. And uh, and uh, you have with the the Jets, you have Hellebuck and Pierre uh, Luke Dubois basically said, you, you better you better find find a place for me to play because I'm not coming back here. Uh, Dave, is there a problem that you have? And I can't just say it, it's a Canadian market thing. Is there a situation we talked about a little bit before? Is there a situation now where the players have way too much pull because you you, you hear about some of the older guys? I would listen to a lot of uh, sports talk radio, obviously, as do you. Whereas these, the uh, older players, they go, we were happy to be in the league. We were happy to play. Uh, if we were in Carolina, if we were here, there, no matter what, we were happy to be in the league. Is there a major problem? Is this a, a major problem that the league has going forward with uh, mid-level stars saying, trade me right fucking now, Daniel Lemieux, uh, slap shot fame? I think it's a problem. I it, like It happens to be hitting Calgary and uh, the Jets as we speak. I think these it's going to be tough to articulate this. I think that's a problem with just today's athlete right now. Um, not so much as the markets are in. It's the markets they're in, specifically Winnipeg, because, you know, let's face it. It's who wants to play in Winnipeg. I'd rather I'd rather make that dough in Arizona. I'd rather make that dough in Columbus because Winnipeg is probably the least cosmopolitan market of any of the professional sports. Um, and so when you're in Winnipeg, it's, it's, it, and, and in Calgary then as well, there's a couple factors. Like if you're playing it, like if you would rather be playing in Columbus, if you don't give a fuck where you're playing and plying your craft, why do it when you just are mailing it in for the paycheck in markets such as Calgary and Winnipeg, where the pressure is so high and you're recognizable on every, every street corner, every subway, every Starbucks, every Tim Hortons, wherever you go, someone's going to recognize you and they're going to not necessarily get out of your grill, but they know you had a shitty game last night. So I would, if you're if that's what you're going to do, why not do that in Columbus? Like, unless you're willing to take the bull by the horns and be a leader on your team and contribute every night, Pressure makes diamonds, and if the pressure's no good, get the fuck out of town. There's an old saying, though, Dave, that's been coming around a lot in the last few years on T-shirts and stuff, that motivational things. Uh, pressure is privilege. And it's one of those things. If you're if you're lucky enough to play and 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 it, like, playing the National Hockey League is hard, playing Major League Baseball is hard, and what the other major sports, obviously, it's very hard to, to get to that level. But if you are giving given that privilege to be uh, in the National Hockey League, because we're talking about now. Should you, you just shut the fuck up and 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 you you sign the contract onto the contract and don't pressure guys to uh, or GMs or owners or whoever to trade you because the thing is when 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 you go now when you go to a a team and you say 
I signed a three-year deal. I'm going to honor that, but I, I'm not coming back. So you might as well trade me. So now, now this team has a problem where when you trade this kid for a first round pick, a second round pick, a third round, whatever it might be, that third round kid who makes a team, he's going to do the same fucking thing. So like when, when, when does it stop? Like when, when do owners and players or when do owners and GM say, no, you're going to play here and you're going to, to honor your contract. And we're not, we're not giving into these guys. And yes, you can sign elsewhere, but if you're, if you're a uh, uh, restricted free agent, you're, you're staying here. Like you are staying, you're, you're, you're going to play here and then you're going to play here for another five years until the CBA, what you guys signed, what you agreed to as, as a member of the players association. When, when are they going to say, no, I'm the owner. I own you. You're going to play here for the first eight years of your career. I would. Or whatever fucking, it might be. I would love to fucking see that. I would love to. Well, it's an asset. It is like, I get it. They're an asset. And if they're not going to play, they gotta be, they're going to be unhappy. Boo fucking who? They like, don't play. You know, yeah. They, 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 don't, they don't play and don't get paid. You know? And then like, like we say all this, all this time about, uh, how how owners and uh, organizations are able to hide their salary um, for on the injured reserve. Don't want to play reserve. Kate, um, Kate, you're done from me. Are you reporting? No, I'm not going to report. Okay. You can't All report. Right. And, you can't report until game 15. Kate. So you're not getting paid the second. The you say the, the, the good point, Dave, the, the, the second one of these little pricks says, yeah, I'm, I'm not resigning here. You, you better trade me. Okay. We're looking. Yep. We're looking. And now sign this piece of paper and you can't, you can't, you're, you're banned from the facility we're looking. until game 15. And we'll ask we're, you. A yeah. We're, we're looking for a trade partner. You don't want to play. That's fine. That's, yeah, that's fine. fine. No, we, that's just going to save us some salary on the back end. See ya. Yeah. No, and I, then you're, I, uh, like, I, you're, I think it, I think it's, it's running into a slippery slope right now. Cause like a lot of these, these trades get, that get made, there's rarely players that get dealt in these situations that. Well, I don't want to play here. Find me a draft. Like, so then the, the draft pick happens. So you trade for a draft pick. And like I just said, so now you have a draft, a draft kid who's even more entitled who says, yeah, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not playing there. Like it's a slippery slope that these players better watch out. I, I and I, I, you, you accuse me a lot on, on our show here about being an owner's hugger. Cause I am to an extent because you know, it's, it's hard to play in a league and a lot of guys would, would give their left not to play in, in, in professional sports. And when you see guys saying, especially and not, not so much superstars cause superstars will find their way to another team. Cause like they're in the league, whatever, but it's these mid range guys that, okay. Like, you got 15 goals this year and whatever. Okay. We'll get that guy to come in and play instead. Well, and then there's Pierre Luc Dubois for Winnipeg. This is the second time he, 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 he pissed and moaned his way out of Columbus. Yeah. And now he's pissing his morning away out of Winnipeg. Well, get banned then. Like I watch a lot of hockey. I don't think I've seen one shift that guy's played. I don't, I don't know anything about the guy. I don't remember. The only thing I know about the guy is what you just stated. He he pissed and moaned his way out of Columbus, and he's now he's pissing and moaning his way out of out of Winnipeg. Yes, I don't. We don't watch a lot of Winnipeg Jet games or Columbus Blue Jackets game here at fourteen twenty World Headquarters. But if that's all I know about you, I don't want you on my fucking team, anyways. How are you going to sign a guy like that? Well, he has a thing. He has yeah, like you know, like you're like a year now either. 
Yes. Like, so where do you want to play? Like, so do you only want like eight, like 17 minutes a, a, a night and, and, and on a PPA, uh, the, the power, the first power, power play unit, you don't want to kill penalties. And um, you prefer to be on the bench if you're up by three in the third, unless there's an empty net, because then you want to pad your stats. Get fucking Bench, you spoiled little fucking baby. And that's what I think is going to these players. Like I, 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 I shouldn't say it because like I mean they're they're all, they're all they're all we've talked about this a lot. They're, players in general are underpaid because they are employees and the the owners are making how many millions of bucks or billions of dollars off the backs of these guys in football, basketball, hockey, and and, and baseball. But eventually, these guys really got to take a step back and go. Uh, maybe I should just shut up and play. Because it's an honor and a privilege to play in the National Hockey League, and for these kids to say, "Yeah, I'm good. I don't want to be. I, I, I don't want to be here anymore." Get fucked. Go play in Europe. If it's so goddamn bad here, go go play to the in KHL. Go to go Russia. to the yeah. Get get bent. Hey, where do I sign? You don't want to play here. Where do I sign? We lost oh, with yeah. you. We'll lose without you. Like I've said a thousand you times bet. on our show, when yeah, you when get you, out, when you come back, we're going to own your rights. So we're not going to pay you, but you know, you, you, all we're doing is asking you what you did when you signed the contract on the dotted line. And, you know, especially shits like that, Dubois and Toffoli, they went, they got traded there. Like, you know, the, it, it, it's what it is. Life sucks. sucks it's sometimes. part of the deal but, being a professional athlete. You might get exactly. traded. And when I say life sucks, sometimes you're, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a, a game that you love. Because like, I, I remember, on. I remember when when Pronger got he he got dealt out of out of Edmonton. There's lots of reasons and and conspiracy theories that go out there. When he signed a contract to play with the Edmonton Oilers, he signed a contract with the Oilers. But more importantly, he signed a contract to play in the National Hockey League. That was be that he could have got dealt to any team after the fact. He may have had a no trade to certain places, but wasn't as prevalent back then as it is now. But when you sign a contract. You sign a contract to play in the league, not just the team that you sign for, unless you do have a, a no trade move, uh, no, no trade clause. How these kids, and like we're old enough to say they're their kids, how these kids are getting such bad representat- representation and getting such bad advice from their advisors, from their agents. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, and how they're, yes, there, there might be more, more money involved, but there, there might not be in the simple fact that Pierre-Luc Dubois has already said no to two teams. So the next team that signs him for his, whatever contract it might be, they go, you know, so you're not going to be around here very much longer. So maybe we'll sign to get, get you a, a two year and an option or whatever it might be, because are you going to be unhappy here three years from now? How do you commit to someone like that? Yeah, I, I would. I would have no idea. Like, uh, I think Dubois would have to. Um, I don't know what he has left on his contract, or like, um, I do know a couple of those flame guys. Like, Toffoli has, I think, two years left on his contract. But like Lindholm and Hannafin and someone else, they're coming in like this is their free agent year. So the Flames Backlund. have. Backlund, Backlund. yeah, they 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 have salary. They own them for the next year, whether they like it or not. But they let them know that we're not going to resign. Which you know, to tell you the truth, I don't have a problem with that. And and what I'm going to say about that, which makes it different from Winnipeg, is like 
how bad how bad is it to work in Calgary? Because that's a pretty decent city to live in. Well, that's it's, like right there. You you named four, and then we had the two that left last year with uh, with Chucky and uh, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goudreau there. So now that's six six pretty prevalent players who said, oh, "I'm out." That's a really good team. That's a really good fucking team. And like, and so what? Like, so like that tells it must be something, something wrong. Like, I know that the building's an, uh, an issue in Calgary. I do know that. Yeah, that, but but at the end of the day. You have ice. There's a dressing room. What do you, more do you fucking need? And it's a great place to live. Like, and you're and you're you're there for maximum two hours a day, other than game nights. You're yeah. playing hockey. You're making more money than you would ever ever. I'm, I'm not saying anybody should, should work in squalor. I'm not saying that at all. But you're making more money than you ever could imagine. So the rink isn't good enough. To whose standard? It's better than the one you played in Moosom in fucking Saskatchewan back in 1998 or whatever the fuck year was. Well, it's 2008, I guess it would be a better a better time frame now that we're, we're getting old and everything else. But there, there are better rinks you played in in, in the, for the Melville Millionaires or the fucking Nipawa Natives or who whatever fucking junior team you, you played for. Like, what more do you want, you little pricks? Like, I, I, I don't, like, what more do you want? You have money. You get flown in wherever, here, there, whatever you got. You're you're playing in state-of-the-art arenas. You're you're you only have 41 home dates. The other buildings are fantastic. Calgary said they're getting a new one. Yes, it takes time. But it, at the end of the day, your workplace only sucks because you think it sucks. And that's what brings me to scratch my head. So it must um, be something the, else. It has with to the be. Calgary with the Calgary situation, right? Um, the fact that um, the well, the GM said I'm out of here. The, the, yeah. the uh, what's his Terlivin. name? Treliving said uh, they offered him a, a re-up, and he said, "No, I'm out of here." And so, like, there's got to be something it, different. Like, yeah. So it, it, there has to be. If the GM says, "Thanks, I'm out of here," and all these players are saying, "Thanks, I'm out of here," like, and then it, it makes me wonder too. Like, was there, do these players now that have the option, like they don't have the option, they have to play there because they're contractually bound to play one more season. And then that's Backlund into Foley and, and the other Madison. guys we mentioned. Yeah. Are they looking and saying like, fuck, I gotta, like, if I resign here, I gotta be six more years with fucking Kadri and Uberdo. Uberdo. Maybe that's it. Maybe, like, maybe, and I, and maybe, I, maybe it's the guys they signed long term. Maybe it's not the building. Maybe it's not the ownership. Maybe it's the guys that the team committed to. Maybe that, yes. that's a very good point, Dave. Maybe it's the guys they committed to, like that Hubert is a fucking jack wagon. I don't want to fucking play with that guy for six more years. So Maybe. these guys like, that, that could, that could yeah. very well be it. So I'm not getting paid because Hubert had a horse shit year by all accounts. Not all accounts, it, by every account. Every like, account, was, the guy's a, he's a horseshit hockey player with a horseshit attitude. He set a National League record for the biggest point drop in National League history from one year to another. And now they're like overpaid. That now, now he's making ten and a half a year starting next year. And he's there for eight years. Yep. So, so, maybe, so, so maybe that's so he, it, Dave. That's a good point. He's untradeable. Like, not only is he fair and getting paid max money, he's untradeable. Like, you can't, you can't buy that fucker. There's no way you came up with that on your own on the fourteen twenty podcast in your backyard on your own. I, I hope you did. Thank you to Rhett Warner at the Barnsley <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but you should have said yes, I did. Yes. No, no difference. But yeah, no, no, no. I no, I have no problems giving credit. But you know, like those, those uh, they that, those that might be, but that might be it. 
Because like like if if Kadri and and Uberdor were the two people that played like shit and they did play like shit, like in the in the stretch there that Kadri was laughable. He he single handedly lost as many games for them. Um, only second to to Marks yeah, last if year. If there was such a thing as war in hockey, yeah, Kadri's would have been really low. His give a fuck meter was pretty low, really fucking low. And not even that. It was like, how can I fuck this up for the rest of the guys by taking stupid penalties and and costly turnovers? And like, and hell, so he's there for four more years. So you got like at absolute fucking minimum, you got to deal with these two asshats for four more years. Like that's, I don't, I don't know. That's a very and, valid and, point. Like and if those are the two that got Sutter fired, I'm not saying Sutter was blameless. But like you know, if 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 these two guys come in and you know Sutter's those two across, got Sutter fired, you got to think because that that team should have been better this year than they were last year. Coach of the year to fired to fired with they they lost two players and gained two guys who are complete jack wagons. Huberto's a fucking complete waste of fucking skin. And when you think about it, like I'm not a Flames apologi- apologist. If Markstrom makes literally 10 more saves on the year, they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They had one more point uh, than the Florida Panthers. They were a better team on paper than the Florida Panthers when the regular season was done. That's how close it was. And they got their coach fired. Their GM says, fuck it. I am out of here. So, but that, so that GM signed on. those guys though. Yeah. But you know, uh, like, yeah, there, there's, there's, there's so many questions I have that would I'd, never I'd be like answered. to, I would love to be able to go behind the scenes for the conversations that GMs have with agents, uh, because it's not the, the agents or the GMs don't talk in general to the players until it gets down to the nitty gritty about this and that and everything else. Right. I would mm-hmm. love to hear those conversations that say, no, he's a good guy. He no, he he works hard, he trains hard, but then the conversations that are had with GMs and scouts and people, because the hot community is re- relatively small, right? Everybody so, knows everybody, yes. So how 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 these GMs make these decisions and they're, they're so wrong most of the time. Most of the time, GMs sign guys and it's a wrong decision. And I won't. I won't say most. I would lot. say a lot. Yeah, yeah. What, one yeah. team wins a year. No, and you know, and then, and then that's the thing, right? Like it's, uh, you know, are they playing for their job or are they playing for the health of the franchise? Because that makes like, because I imagine Trilliving once he like he lost Goudreau and and Goudreau kind of fucked them over. He left it like they yeah. didn't give him like he he left it to the absolute last minute. Yeah. Chucky. Uh, did it with the year. Like, I'm not resigning here. I'll give you my year, but then I'm not going to resign. And then that's how they got Uberdo over there. And then the fact that Treliving committed to him and then signed Kadri for too much money, that's a mistake. And he, and, and like on paper, it should have worked, but it didn't. You know, and like then the one time Dave in, in, in like, in, like I watched a lot of stuff, but I, I obviously I follow the Yankees a lot. And you go back to, I think it was 2000 and oh, 2008 or, or, or 10 or 11 when Jeter was uh, on his last, his last legs with the Yankees. And he, he went to Cashman and he said, I want this much. And he went, no, 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 I'm not doing it. Cause there's this, this guy's better than you. And this guy, well, G Jeter asked Cashman, he said, who's better. And he said, Troy Tulowitzki. 
And he just and he stopped naming guys right then. And you 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 wonder why that and then Jeter took a lesser contract to stay with the Yankees because his his worth with the Yankees was more and and his legacy would have been more with staying with the Yankees, obviously, right? So And it was a difficult conversation, but yeah, Cashman but, had it for the But it was but branches. it was a conversation yeah. that he had and said, here's yeah. it. Don't ask don't don't ask questions you don't want to hear the answers to. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for Cashman to make to, to make that statement. I, I kind of, I'm not a Cashman apologist by any, I get a fucking idiot. But back then, I thought it was a great conversation. I'm not giving you 30, 40 million bucks a year because you're not that good anymore. Like what you're you worth did, 18, I'm going to give you 25. What, like what we, what you've yeah. done for this franchise, 100%, I will do that 100%. But I'm not giving you what you think you're worth. And that's, and that's why I think a lot of these hockey GMs have to have to start doing as well because. There's 31 teams who didn't win this year, right? And, There's and, 31 teams who didn't win this year. And for that little prick and that little prick to think they're expendable, get fucked, man. Especially in the NFL, uh, sorry, NHL, because, um, you know, the youth movement is is real. And these players are coming on in their rookie contracts and, and making big differences and, and having impact yep. in their, in their first so now, five years. So now you can spend so, seven fifty to eight fifty a year and, and say, you know what, we don't need to spend on, on a, on a 30 year old. We don't need to spend 8 million bucks this guy anymore. We don't. Yeah. yeah Cause there's no way like who, who wants to commit, who wants to sign a 30 year old for five years and then end up paying them $8 million well, when they're the, 35. The lease, with, the lease with Tavares, but that's a huge mistake, but yeah. Well, yeah, and and, 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 and that's case. And in that's point. the perf- that's the perfect example, right? Like we 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 get it. You're really really good, but you're not getting better. You're getting you're older. Getting slower because everybody else be- younger than you is faster. Yes, and then and then once once that money's off the books, like so the, for these players, like I can't see like I I if I was a GM, and it'd be a pretty rare exception for me to to want to commit any money to a player after the age of 35, like zero, I, zero, zero. Right? Cause you know, when like these eight year contracts, no one is going to be worth really, the NHL really has to get it down to having like the three year entry level, which is, I, I think it's fair. But then after that, having five year deals and that's it. Because the, these players are holding GMs and owner owners uh, hostage a little bit by getting eight year deals after their first their first year. I'm like, so when you're 29, when you're 30, there's a good chance there's a kid coming out of college. And it's take the take the NFL mold, like take the NFL mold right there, Dave. There's kids coming out of college right now that are better than the 29 year olds. They're bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah, but NFL doesn't have guaranteed contracts. Well, right? And People that's getting what I'm getting, getting at. Like, yeah, the, the, yeah. NFL, the NFL gets rid of guys right now. How good are you right now? Not good enough. Bye. And the NHL has to follow that model, I think, and and get get to that point where we can get a younger kid who's not as beat up, who's more expendable, and we don't got to pay as much. The NHL, that- the NHL needs to start to follow that model a little bit, in my opinion. I, I, mean, I think some uh, GM, uh, general managers do because you know it's a balancing act now. Like, what is it worth to you? Like, you know, um. Like McKinnon last year, like you know, he was he was tragically underpaid, yeah. right? I think he was making four or five million dollars a year, and now he's making ten, which is good. He, no, he's right? making he's making a hundred grand more than McDavid now. 
Okay, because just because the, the way it was the way it worked years. out, he uh, one of those NHLPA things, and everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we so we both get it, but I think he's going to be like thirty three at the end of that contract or thirty four. Like so what's not he worth? Thirty five. I like he delivered him a cup. He delivered him a cup. So like that, not but, but, all because but but that money spent is worth it, right? Like winning winning a championship is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. You know, and like, so what do we say about uh, McDavid and Drysaddle? They're making every fucking penny for that franchise right now. Yeah. Right. And we're, also not, and we're also not talking about uh, people that not don't want to play in Edmonton because they got a chance. Like every chance. Edmonton, Edmonton has a chance. They have, they have, two, know, they have two golden geese with McDavid and with Drysaddle where people will, will actually might take a little less to go play with those two guys because there's a chance to win. And it's not a cosmopolitan city, but you know, it's okay. I've had a good time in Edmonton. I have had a lot of good times in Edmonton. <laughs> a you lot. Know, uh, people don't want to like uh, Vancouver has their problems, but that's, that's, it's not a Canadian city thing. I think it just, the, the, I, I think a little bit of the fact is that um, there's just so much dysfunction and people don't even really know what, when I say people, the players don't even really know their direction. And when you got a coach coming out, like Winnipeg's coach, Carlisle, what was his name? No. Um, just being a dick in the playoffs, my players gave up and this, this Randy and like, or Rick or whatever his name, Randy, whatever. And you know, like, why am I gonna Rick Bonus? Rick Bonus, and have him take a big old shit on me. You know, no, I'm like, out. I'm out. I don't need this. Like here. I'm not resigning. And that's what Hellebuck's saying. Uh, Dubois, who cares? Because this is obviously his uh, MO. But I, I, I kind of get it. And that Shifley, who was the heart and soul of that organization for a couple of years. Yeah. And he's, they, they're looking to move him too. So that's what crazy. do you do? Right. Like it's, you know, well, it's, you know, you got to take on the identity of the city. Get fucked. Get fucked. Yeah, it's tough. It's a, it's it's gonna be odd to see how it's gonna all turn out and everything else. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself twenty bucks on uh, Taylor Swift tickets this summer. Don't oh save, Taylor Swift, I can't don't wait to don't see her, save uh, twenty bucks on Swifty tickets. They're seven grand eh, in Seattle. They're going well, for just. Jesus, I like I said, like I I I don't own any of her, her, her music, but I respect the hell out of her fucking business plan. Yeah, she's Jesus. a <laughs> old Swifty's got her all figured out. When when we're not talking with the Swift current Broncos, anyways, the fourteen. I signed her to an eight-year contract in music. She's thirty-three. Sign her for eight for like sign her for for max money for eight years. She'll get you your money back. I don't think she will. She's gonna hit their peak at thirty six, and that'll be it. I give her, I give her a three year deal and an option right now. That's all I give Swifty three and an option. She's gonna put on the lbs, and that'll be it. Old Swifty, anyway. It's a fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers, first talking a whole lot more. Swifty Central, apparently. Do you give her a no move clause? No, I want her to leave. <laughs> Club option. Get out. <laughs> Fucking Swifty. 
Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420lab at calderalab.com slash 1420lab and get yourself 20% off of their men's skincare products and keep that youthful exuberance and keep the, the, the lines off your face and the wrinkles away during these summer months because the, the, uh, the sun can be a little bit tough on the skin. Dave and I were out uh, on the the ball field in the sun all weekend long. So uh, getting some men's skincare, Dave, like uh, the package is, is uh, actually was it was shipped uh, two days ago. So it'll be in your, in your hands. Do you, uh, do you use anything on your face to keep, cause you're, you're a youthful looking fella. I used to moisturize all the time, but now I don't. It's just regular face washing and, and, and that kind of thing. But you know, I just, as you were going through your thing, I took a ball cap off. I had a ball cap on since eight o'clock this morning. Yeah. Just letting the old scalp breathe. Like, holy. <laughs> it was yeah. hot out there in the sun today. And it was, it, it a, was it, a little it, hot, yeah. It, it, this is not a bitch. It was a beautiful day. But, like, you know, it feels good to take the hat, the ball cap off and, and give the scalp a good scratch. You know, I, I, I spend a lot of time outside like, in the ball field everything else. And, like, not many afternoon games. So the games I used to do were at night. But uh, I was out in Fort McLeod yesterday back in the homeland. And, uh there was a softball tournament going on with friends of mine who were playing the softball tournament, the same complex that the American Legion game was, I was doing we were on. And, uh, they, they were all wearing t-shirts and shorts playing softball. And I was in the, the long gray pants and the black shirt that umpires wear and just sweating bullets. And they were drinking beers. And I was thinking, you know, that'd be a lot more fun being over on, over there playing some softball instead of uh, officiating a game. It's, it's funny. How Sweat your balls out. off for 80 bucks or whatever, yeah, whatever it was. It was. <laughs> I don't even know, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it was something else. But anyways, Dave, the uh, yesterday, the the uh, California Anaheim Angels of whatever they want to call themselves this week, that changes so often. They were in uh, in Denver, Colorado, and they put the app, app, like the absolute smackdown down on the uh, Colorado Rockies, 20, uh, 23 to nothing after the first, second inning, I think it was, or third. Fourth it, inning, it, it was 24 nothing after four. After four, 24 nothing, uh, 25 to one final, like an absolute fucking abysmal show. Like just, it ha- it, it, it can happen no matter what. Like it pitches, it hit, errors, it, it can happen. Like it's, 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 it's an anomaly, obviously. It doesn't happen very often, but it can happen. In, in the game of baseball, Dave, how long, if you're a Rockies fan who uh, goes to, I'm not saying all the games. Okay, let's do it two different ways. If you are a season ticket holder who goes to 81 a year, how long are you sticking through that 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 baseball game? Oh, man, you know, I'm sticking around because I, you know, we talked about it the other day where you wanted your money back when uh, they put a position player, you wanted a discount when they put a position player in the pitch. Yeah. This is that to the extreme, but I'm sticking around because I might see, I might see 50 runs tonight. 
Like, and I'm not going to walk away from history, even though it's, it's my home team getting punished. I, I don't mind seeing history being made, even if it's in a, but it's one game like uh, on the ledger, on the table at the end of the year, it's one loss. Well, and, and that's just it. Like, so that, that's what I'm thinking. Like when it's, when it's 24 to nothing after the third inning, do you go, uh, cause, I, cause I'm coming tomorrow. I'm, co- I'm coming to the game tomorrow. I can yeah. leave now. If, if, if I'm a 10 game a year guy, I might stick around to the fourth or the fifth and go, okay, this, this, it's, it's out of hand. I'm leaving. If I'm a one game a year guy, I'm sticking around all game long. I'm not for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the one, uh, you know, as you say, if you're like 10 to 15 games a year, if you got the kids there and uh, just, if the kids are having fun and they don't care, like once again, I want to see history. Like the, 24 nothing after four is that's hard to do it is it is hard to do and you can't put it in a position player like so uh to pitch until what is it the sixth or seventh i inning? think it's in the seventh they can put guys in certain, like, but the score has to be a, like a 10 run dif- differential i think Oh man, that that's that that'd be tough to stick around. Uh, I wonder what beer sales were like there on that day. Like, where is it? Like, well, I like I am honestly curious because why would you leave? Like you, to, you were, to pause it, You might see history. You right? went to the game to be there for at least three hours, no matter what. Correct. Right. That's your, yeah, that's your evening. You had you had X amount of dollars in your jeans to to spend that night, no matter what. Like you, like so, you had it. This is your thought process, and like yes, you you very rarely go to a game to see your the home team lose. Like nobody goes to a game to see that with the hope that, that your home team loses, right? So why people would I, I i haven't seen the highlights at all i have not I, I heard about the score and everything else i haven't seen the highlights i should put it on here we're down at world headquarters and uh see what what, what the, the crowd was like after the fifth inning to see what it was like but if you paid to be there it's still you're just still watching baseball right like you're like it's an out or a hit or a ball or a strike or whatever it might be like why would you leave i i, I get it why would you leave oh it wasn't i just looked it up i just pulled it up Otani was not on the mound. So, you know, that's another thing to like maybe leave early. So like he wasn't the guy, like if Otani was yeah. pitching, he, he he's not pitching, whatever. So more people might have stayed, but th- they, they, there was a game, a, a USC Stanford game. I was in 2009 and uh, USC was a big a favorite in losing the game. Uh, final score was 55 21 for Stanford. They blew USC out, and as USC always does every year, it was a bit of a disaster. And we were sitting behind season ticket holders at uh, at the LA Coliseum, and there were and, and long time ticket holders. Like you could tell these guys were alumni and the whole bit, and they've been coming going to games for a, a long time. And the uh, the, the 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 two females and they're they're like I said they're in their sixties or seventies and they were telling their husbands like can can we go like the, the, they're not coming back like USC's losing can we leave and both men were on the outsides and their wives were on the insides both men were like no we're staying this, we might see history today we're not leaving <laughs> we, might, you know we might see the biggest blowout Stafford ever because they they probably seen thirty five. Stanford USC games at the Coliseum over over their their lifetime, right? Oh, at least, and they were like, yeah. 
I'm not leaving. We're staying. This might be history today. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, I, I got a couple things there. Like uh, the one time we went to a Montana game, um, I was there with my father-in-law, wife, and Jasper. Uh, shoot, this is, must have been like seven years ago. So I don't even know if it was 10. But nonetheless, it was it was a, it was a curb stomp. Montana was just pounding the shit out of this team. They were up by 25 at halftime. At uh, at in Missoula on the campus, there's the it's a huge hill and they have a big white M on the hill. And then so Jasper and I at halftime fucked off and we walked up to the hill and I got some really cool pictures from yeah. the hill into the stadium and the stadium was still three quarters full. This is their day, right? Like if we the yeah, like you're not this yeah. is what you're planning on doing. Yeah. So instead of sitting there and watching a good football game, I, I went for a walk and a hike with my kid and, and we took in, but once again, we were visitors there cheering for Montana. So we were cheering for the home team that was killing them, but we did something else, but what that was part of the celebration of, of the game. And I think in, but if you, if you translate that to NFL and if you're uh, uh, a season ticket holder, and you only get eight of these and your team is down by like, let's say 35 points at halftime. I'm packing that fucker home. I'm probably I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm beating some traffic. Right. Like at, at like at, at what point, right? Like, it's just like, this isn't, this isn't fun. Because football, when you go to a football game, you're not like, it's especially NFL. You, like you're not paying money to, to watch the, um, the the four stringers right it's it's just different where baseball guys like they'll they'll keep the same lineup in like things mm-hmm. went sideways for a couple innings and you'll still see the the same relievers the same at bats the same defense like it's not nothing much changed in a baseball game just the score right and so yeah sometimes shit happens and then it happens again and again and, and again, again and, and, all, again, and again. all of a sudden 20 yeah. runs get scored like well fuck i don't don't, don't, don't really happen there it just happened right and, and so, so how did the, it get so bad so the, the same players are going to stay in the game yeah there might be like a like a mike trout might leave the game if and here and there but in general probably seven out of nine players are staying on the field. Right. Right. Yeah. So, well, cause what else are they going to do? Like we only have what five bench players as far as if that, players and that's, a, and I was, let's, fuck. this morning, the, uh, I was out back doing the, as you call them chores, I was cleaning things up all back. But they had, they had that, that London series game on with the Cubs, <laughs> with the Cubs and the Cardinals and a rod was talking a little bit and he made some, and, and like, I'm not an a rod guy at all. Like I think he's a complete idiot, but they were talking about how to grow the game and how to make it better. And uh, one of the things that he said is uh, that what they need to do is if a pitcher leaves, and I, this is one I, I, compl- I never thought of it. If a pitcher leaves the game before the sixth inning, you lose your DH. And that gets rid of having nine relievers and strikeouts and on and on and on. I didn't mind what he was like. There, there was other things we, we'll talk about maybe on, on Wednesday's show. But there, there were some points that they made to how to make the game of baseball better. And they were maybe, I'll, I'll find it find it in Finitia, but that was one that made a lot of sense to me. Keep keep it in the game. Um, I hear what you're saying, but then even the best pitchers don't have a good day, and then so you're gonna punish a team for for one pitcher not having a good day. Good, but, they, good but game. again, like I know what you're saying, but it, it gets rid of that. 
But then you lose your DH. What starter, does that mean? Starter role. So it's it's saying we need to keep these pitchers in the game a little bit more, just because let 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 pitchers get beat up a little bit and, and work themselves out of trouble instead of going. Well, he just doesn't have it today. Um. Well, I think the I think the rule with the, like you have to face three batters. It, it has helped that a little bit. Yeah. Um. And then so. And I'm and I'm good with this. Like no more designated starters pitching to that first guy and then and then sitting down or pitching the first inning and then pitching yeah. the like and because I think that designated starter is a garbage thing. I I don't well, like today, it. Actually, at the the Bulls game today here, Leopards that I worked this afternoon, they uh, they had a, a a starter who pitched two innings, forty pitches. He was good, and then he was out. And I was like, but that was by design. I was like, well, why? And I never got, I never got an answer from the manager for, from Lethbridge. And, and then the, the next guy came in and he pitched, he pitched five. I said, so why not just start the guy who went five and then put the other guy in? It, it didn't make it. I, I, I don't understand the logic. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm a baseball dork. And there's yeah. things and there's things that go on the field there. Like whether I'm working a game or watching him that I don't understand. And I don't people, understand how they're complicating the game of baseball so much. I don't. There's people a lot smarter than us in baseball. I I'll guarantee that exactly. But, not, but I don't. But but they ain't working for the Lethbridge Bulls either. No, but uh, but but I watch games on, on TV. And I go, well, why not just if this guy's going five or four out of the pen, why not start him? Like it yeah. just it doesn't. There's things that just don't compute in my head. Always. There's always things that don't compute in my head. Like I don't, I don't, I just, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, sorry, I, I, I'm making a lot of noise, but I'm not saying anything. Oh, what happens? And, and, I'm, and, and I'm agreeing with you. That's like, what my wife says. <laughs> like, a lot. How can, like this game has been been played for 150 fucking years, and now we're trying to reinvent the wheel at every time. 100. percent Like baseball. Throw the ball, catch the ball, hit the ball. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And we talked about it at your son's game. Yes, that, that's at a, 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 a youth level. But there's so much going on now in a game of baseball. And you're like, and I've been around the game for a long time on, on the field as an official. And there's so much going on. And it gets so complicated in these in these players' head because that there's, there's, there's just too much. It's just too much at times. And you'll get, throw it here. He'll hit it to one of those guys, or it will go to where someone isn't. That's all baseball is. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. And if you don't put that little white thing, the the, the baseball, within that seventeen inch, whatever the plate is, if you don't put it here, nothing can happen. So if you don't do this and do that, nothing happens. So if you're walking guys and launch angle and this and la da 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 da, my fucking exit velocity is this. Who gives a fuck? You need Who to throw strikes. Shit? You need to throw strikes and then hit baseballs. And that, that drives me fucking nuts when I watch the highlights. Exit the exit velocity to, to hear my son. The exit velo and and on uh, a ground ball to third. Yeah, he, he got thrown. He got thrown into first base. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, You're still out. Uh, 98.7 miles an hour off the bat. You know, like. You know what we call warning, warning track power? That's a long out. That's all it is. 
Long strike, long out. You're still out. Yeah, you're still out. So I don't care. Like, I don't care. And, like, I, I don't understand why. Uh, and once again, are we old men just waving fists at clouds? No, like, I, Dave, I don't think that's it. I, I don't think be, that's be, it because. Because who are they bringing into the game with all these stats? Who nobody. gives a fuck? Same with, like, in hockey, right? Like, you know. Uh, uh, Expected uh, goals. Uh, 68-mile-an-hour 68 wrister from the slot. Like, I don't fucking go. Did it go in? No. When when I heard the stat this this oh. winter, I can't remember where I heard it. it was, who doesn't much matter? Expected goal rate. Well, every time I fucking shoot the puck, I, 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 I hope it goes in. So is that an expected goal? Yeah, it should it's, be 100%. 100%. I expect yeah. to score every time I shoot the puck. Because here it is. If you, if, you, if you don't expect it to go in, why'd you shoot the fucking thing anyway? <laughs> right? Right. You know? So you're just flipping it on for a whistle so you can get a change? Yeah, well, that would be. Oh, you know, like, I'm like, tired. You know. I get a line change and flip it on net. Didn't expect to score. So now my expected goal rate went down. So now in, in, in baseball, you got to talk to a guy after every pitch. Like, foul ball, foul ball. Did you expect to hit that? No, actually, I fought that one off. How was your I exit that one. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was really good. Whew. I just didn't want to strike out. I didn't trust the ump, and it was a little too close. <laughs> I had I a kid. I, 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 must, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. <laughs> there was a kid who popped up on uh, fucking right behind second base on Friday night. Nice close to an infield fly. He's he's a good kid. He uh fan of the show actually. He uh so he might get mad at me for saying this, but he uh between innings he came out, he was playing right field, and he said to me, he goes, That's the best swing I had I, I had all year. And I went, he goes, It's it's not the result, Brent, it's the process. And I, I, <laughs> I said, What? I said the result was shitty, so that means the process was shitty. And that's what these guys think now, though. Right? It's but, that, that, well, it's a great swing. But it didn't do anything. Did it Did it find the grass? No. Then it was a failure, right? Like, it's... Oh, it's, it's that was the best swing I had all year. I said, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's got like, a good swing there. Oh, uh, uh, like, right, I don't man. know. Like, what are these kids? Like, I don't know. Like, are but they watching the highlights? And, and, and it, it's, it's the internet nowadays. It's that they watch this, watch this, watch this, and they, they break it down to nothing. And there's so many, and it's, and it happens throughout minor sports. And it happens throughout professional sports now is that there's so many athletes that, or they're quasi athletes, they really like baseball or really like hockey, but they're not good at baseball and hockey. Because they, they, they think that if, if I do this skill set well, this one thing, I'll find a way. If you can't play, you can't play. Well, especially if, if, no. like, if, you, if, you're, if you're popping out to to just shallow, right? Like, and the guy caught it, right? Like, it was. Oh, yeah. It was like, fucking whatever. I'm fucking. It was a can of corn. And that's your best swing. And that's what you're Oh, it's a great to? swing. The, the result, the, it's not about the results, but the process, he said. Not, that's, like, not, that's not how sports work, son. The results matter. Exactly. That's the only thing that matters in sports. The it's only the thing. Only did, thing. Did you score a goal? Yes. Yep. Did, did you score a run? Yes. Did you strike the guy out? Yes. Well, 
You know what? I, I, I threw, I threw three really good pitches. He fouled two of them off and he hit the third one out of the ballpark. So is the process. Fuck. I, I, I don't, I don't get, get it. it. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. The fact that this kid, I mean, he said he's and how kid, that and how that gets into athletes' heads nowadays is a mystery to me. It's got to be the internet. It has to be. It has to be. I, I don't know. I don't know because you, you know, like you, know, you brought got, the exavilo thing. It has to be like. Oh no! Like, well, that's that's my that's my kid too. Because you know, when he goes to uh, his um, the hitting camps and stuff the, for the indoor training during the winter. Um, they have the thing like it's it's basically uh, a golf simulator, right? They they, they got yeah. no. They, I, I've they, been there. I know what you're talking about. Okay, and then like so, and then it records their exit velo and 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 launch angle, and it's like Jesus, this. Did you make contact? Did you make? That's all I ask. Like here's the old man here. Did you make contact? Did you make good clean contact? Because that's what matters. No man. Uh, well. Well, yeah, but you know, the the it, it was off the bat at, at, at this, and like fuck, like until it's on a pitch for a pitching machine, it's right down this exact same place every time. Exactly, you know when it when it uh, when, drives when me you're fucking nuts when you're in a game and it the ball hits your you swing at a ball if that thing doesn't find grass, you fail. You fail, and it's okay. It's okay because everybody fails. The best players in the game fail sixty percent of the time. But that ball must 70. find grass. That ball must find grass. Or like, over top of the fence in the fucking in the tennis court across the road. Whatever. We're uh, talking the same language, right? It drives me nuts. And, you know, and you know, I think there's going to be a pushback. I think there's uh, going to be more single hitters coming up because with all the way this shit's going on, like you know, four singles in a row is two runs. I, I I just I don't get it. Like fuck, I don't get it. It dry mm-hmm. it drives me. Oh, that's four, good yeah, yeah. Four singles and six batters is two runs. You know, two runs is good, right? And Base then hits win ball have, games. Base Jesus hits win ball Christ. games. Station to station. Fuck. I miss Someone, that. I miss that kind of baseball. Strikeouts are boring. Strikeouts strike, like what was on, on Bull Durham. Strikeouts aren't, aren't sexy. There. No, stri- strikeouts are fascist. Fascist. Yeah, yeah, but apparent fascism, fascism is a little sexy too right now. I don't think so. But uh, well, there we go. Hey, it's the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by Caldera Labs and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code one four two zero lab and keep that youthful exuberance in your mug all baseball season long. Fucking baseball! Season. I can't wait because it's hot right now. Thank you, Caldera. They're very, uh, they're very good. Look at my look at my youthful exuberance. I know. I can tell. I Jesus. told you, you're getting fucking younger. Younger by the minute. Oh, geez. Well, we'll see what I see. We'll see if it could reverse my aging process. It will. I guarantee it. I, guarantee I got a third. I got a 13 year old boy though. You're going to be 78 by fucking next week. <laughs> He's talking about exit velo. Does he but say again, exit velo? That's quote unquote. Jesus, it's who am I to say he, he once again, I've never seen him play better. And I was so proud of his progress yeah. uh, this weekend. He, was, he had, he had, a, he had a, uh, with the game. I was, he was the confidence level was very, was very high with Jasper. It was, it was yeah. a nervous Nelly like usual. It was very good. Yeah. I, I, I dug, I dug his presence on the field. Yeah. 
Anyways, 14 choice sports for our podcast, four pure sports talking a whole lot more. The Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all natural, chemical free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so cool confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players, by players. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420SCAPED at Manscaped.com and uh, get that beach body ready for the uh, the summer months ahead, going to the beach or the lake, whatever else. Make sure you're all trimmed up and ready to go with Manscaped.com to date. Dave, uh, would you rather, pretty simple one tonight, because uh, I've done it to the way I brought it up, I did both of these things over the weekend. Were neither were enjoyable, and I don't know which one hurt more. But uh, Dave, would you rather stub your toe every day or bang your head every day? I bang my head regularly. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's it's just a thing. I don't know why. Like if I'm digging or or whatever, and and you know, I uh, in my job, occasionally I'm on my knees and I stand up and I bang my head. So I will. I can't remember the last time I stubbed my toe without shoes on, because once again, as I'm out and about and moving around, I don't. I'm rarely in bare feet. I don't I, think I don't think there's anything worse than when you have your shoes off or doing what, and when you stub your toe, and that's a motherfucker. Like that 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 that's one that I swear out loud every time I do it. I don't do it often. Once a year, maybe stubbing the toe. That one's a fuck me. That hurts. That that, that that's a down dance around grabbing your foot foot moment. Yeah, you're right. And you know, when I I'm I'm just trying to think back to the last time I really cussed, I cracked my toe. Uh it, it wasn't the big one. It was uh uh number four and five on the toe. And that hurt a lot. Like in fact I had actually taped them up. They got a little blue. Um, it hurt. Um, but I bang my head regularly. I'd way rather bang my head because I got a bit of a rock for a head and <laughs> I think if we talk to anybody that uh, we know that they, they'd say I'm a little bit hard-headed, and, and I think it's true. I'd rather bang my head than stub my toe any day because I bang my head all the time, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I remember when I was, was when I was a construction guy. There was always like you go to construction sites here and there, and I there was always that one beam or that one piece of pipe or whatever you bang your fuck, and you wouldn't catch on. And that's the thing that bothers me about banging my head is that it's always something that you banged your head on before and you never catch on to it. Like you're, or, you know, like it's not that. You walk into a place where you got a duck and then you do your job 
And you walk and you out. Walk and you walk out, you bang your head again. Bang, you're, you just fucking. Like, it didn't move. It's the same nope. fucking place. You got in here okay, buddy. Then why you bang your head on that coming out? Oh, wow, drives because, a guy nuts. Because I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Well, bang, That's it. Must have been concussed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, not concussed because you didn't bang it on the way in. Jeez. Like, I, like I, yeah, I don't bang my head on the way in. I bang it on the way out. Big hurry to get the fuck out and go have a beer or something. Ah, like just yeah. fuck done with this fucking bullshit. Let's get yeah. out of here. Let's Bang. Ah, fuck. Speaking of get out of here, we should probably get out of here, get this out to Jim at the uh get him to uh, produce this, put all the, the great work that he did Jim does behind the scenes for us that uh, we've been doing this since show sixty-eight. Uh, we're very thankful. Not a very often we do this on Sunday nights, Dave. Uh thank you very much for 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 doing this tonight. What do you got going on all week long? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, the week is going to be fine. We're going to record again early on Wednesday. And then guess what? I'm going to be at a ball tournament next weekend. Looking forward to it. Where are you going? Canada, Langdon, Alberta. That's just outside of Chestermere. Strathmore, Chestermere. Yeah, 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 yeah like, yeah, halfway between Strathmore yeah. and Calgary. Langdon, Alberta. That's your spending so, Canada Day. That's where I am spending Canada Day. And I got the feelers out. Like, uh, everybody's like, oh, where are we going to stay? Where are we going to stay? And I'm like, where the fuck are we going to watch the fireworks, man? Yeah. I want fireworks. Canada, like you Americans and your fireworks. I've been down there for 4th of July. I'm jealous about that. I love fireworks. I love buying fireworks. We can't buy fireworks up here. Not, not. I mean, actually, me and Deanne talked about that today about uh, how much better the uh, 4th of July celebrations are in comparison to Canada Day celebrations cuz it's 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 not close it's not close um no like I, yes I, we're I, not USA USA we're not Canada 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 like, we're not like that but just how the celebrations are state to state i i i i i, I disagree with great. that the only difference in my mind is the, the ability for uh, John Q public to buy their own fireworks what do you think that's it we're not that's it yeah. That's it for me. I got the uh, I got the honor this year of having the plate for the Canada Day game at uh, Spit Stadium, so that'd be a lot of fun for the. Uh, I shan't be there. I apologize. Well, for I'm that. actually thankful because Dave, whenever you come to a game, the only voice I ever hear is yours in my in my ears, telling me how bad I am and everything else. So it's a lot of. I, I I enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy the chirping and everything else, but uh, I, I, I wish I wish you were there on Canada Day this year at Spit Stadium for the. Uh, like I said, it's it's a bit of an honor to get that game that I, I I'm uh, having this year at. Uh, I'll be 150 miles away trying to fucking herd some cats so we can watch some fireworks. Is what there I'm you go. Anyways, it should be a lot of fun. But we'll we'll talk again on Wednesday night. But anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Beaver Sports, talking a whole lot more. At, uh, Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself and you around. Should we stick on the ice? What else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches, Jim. There we go. Have a good night, folks. We're talking on Wednesday night. See you guys. Have a great night. It was a super weekend. I hope the weather is as good for you as it is. The, the, what, what, what is it? The weather is beautiful. I wish you were here. The weather is here. I wish you were beautiful. My thoughts aren't too clear, so don't turn away. Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. Here. Fuck. I need to listen to more Buffett. Like it always. I haven't listened to Buffett in a long time. Fuck, man. It always puts me in a good mood. Like every once in a while, like I put it on and I listen a lot. And I go, I should listen to this more. I, should, I wish. I should listen to this more. And I wish that was my life, which it will never be. But it. 
He gets her, man. I wish I had a pencil fit thin mustache, dude. The Boston Blackie guy. <laughs> oh, man. Jimmy Buffett. It's so good. So good. It is. It's just, it's it's so white in our age. But you know what? If it makes you feel good, why wouldn't you do it? Anyway. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Sport Brewer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. Listen to our show, then go listen to Jimmy Buffett uh, on your way to work tomorrow morning. Have a good night. Have a cheeseburger in paradise. Cheeseburger in paradise. And don't Margaritaville, don't suck Margaritaville. <laughs> it's, not, it's not his best song at all. Like, it's just. Fuck, it's good. Figure it out. Go get drunk and screw and everything else. <laughs> Have a good night, folks. We'll end it here. Good night, guys. <laughs>